Welcome to the Huntingtown FCA Overtime Podcast, where our aim is to build up and encourage high school athletes and students to grow and live out their faith. In every episode, we'll have real conversations with student athletes, exploring how God has impacted their lives and our community. We love hearing what you guys have to say, so please leave any feedback or suggestions in the comments of our Huntingtown FCA Instagram page. We hope you find this episode encouraging. First one. Oh my. Wait, what'd you say, Andrew? I said I'm, I'm nervous. <laughs> there was more to that. Define how nervous. I'm nervous. I'm <laughs> There it is. There's the first line. You heard him, y'all. We are, we are going. We are on air. It's really welcome bad. back to the FCA Overtime Podcast. I'm feeling good about this episode. Right. How about our guest? How does our guest feel? I'm feeling really good. That does not sound. I don't know. like you're feeling really good. I sound like I'm like being held against my will right now. Yeah. Guys, we promise. Andrew agreed to this, all right. I did. I have the text message receipts, too. Oh, shoot. I just introduced him. Oh. Oh. Well, yeah. well we're yeah. joined here at the round table just by our co-host, Nathan Orlandi, and... Oh. Andrew Gelati. Gigliotti. It's Gelati. I don't think you know how to pronounce your it's, last name. It's Gelati. If you ask Miss Helm, Miss Helm could definitely that check That is you. our... I think it's like a common theme on here with people that don't know how to pronounce their last name. Well, it's gelati like the ice cream. And it's always an Andrew thing. Andrew Gigliotti and Andrew Lux. I thought I thought it's Lear. <laughs> that's that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. You guys don't know how to pronounce your last names. Okay. <laughs> I think I know how to pronounce my last name well. I think he does. Also you can you can stay a comfortable distance away from the mic. Oh really? Yeah. I thought they're supposed to be close like this. No, I mean you can. That's guess, just me. He wants to make sure you're safe. La 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 la. All right, guys. We haven't recorded in a while. The last time we recorded, it was snowing. It was. I love snow. Times have changed. It was Martin Luther King Day. And then a week later, it was 80 degrees. Oh, God. Why did we bring Andrew on? Because. Why did we bring you on? I don't 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 know. know. Hey, tell us what we need to know about Andrew Gelati. This is the. Hold on, hold on. Before you say that, this is a. Listen, I always like it when there's a first time on the podcast. Okay. And Andrew is our first time. Are you sure this is the first time? I'm almost positive that we have not we have not had a freshman on the podcast. We've had sophomores, but no freshmen. We wanted to have Noah come talk with Chloe, but he didn't want to do it. What about Leo? Leo was a sophomore last year. Okay. All right. No freshman. It's you're the only one, buddy. How do we feel about that? Uh, it's an honor. You are representing the class of twenty. 2027. Oh. 2027. <laughs> 2027. That's wild. That is 18 years after I graduate. No, not 18. Yeah, 18 years after. No. Yeah, eight, 18. 18 years after I graduated. Y'all know I'll be 29 when my sister is 17. That's crazy. That's um, the difference. So that's like. I'll be 47. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> I can't actually imagine that right now, so we need to not talk about it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Andrew, tell us a little bit about yourself, buddy. Um, well, I've only lived in Coward County since 2020. I've lived in PG County almost my entire life. Um, hmm. I swim 
I mean, that's kind of obvious. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I'm, I'm bad at the, the sound of your voice. I'm, or? I'm, I'm kind of bad at describing myself. Like, hmm. what's your favorite food? My favorite food. It's gonna be like a rapid fire session right now. Favorite food? Go. Dumplings. Favorite, favorite color? Purple. Favorite class? Uh, science. Well, favorite subject? My favorite. Wait, wait, wait. Isn't, isn't that the same <laughs> thing? Science. Oh, okay, but like science isn't a class. Like you don't take science. Oh, true. Science is kind of like an science overall. Uh, I think biology is my favorite right now. Favorite Dang. movie. Favorite movie. Mm, I don't have one. Okay. First rule of podcast. Favorite genre of movies. Rom com. No. Uh, sure. <laughs> we'll just go with rom com. I don't know any. <laughs> What's your favorite genre for real? Uh, probably sci-fi. Um, last one. Favorite co-host? Tommy Bean. Oh. Let's go. Wait. Hold wait, up. No. Wait. He is the... <laughs> wait. I was confused no, for no a way. second. Favorite you heard the question. You. You <laughs> yeah. Who's you? Because you are the co-host, but he's not. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. Favorite FCA Overtime Podcast host? Tommy Bean. Sorry, Mr. Orlandi. Dang. This is why we brought Andrew on here. This is the real reason. I need I need some reasoning behind that. I need to know what I need to work on. Because you don't have time for that. Well, because Tommy's also closer to my age, so it's oh, easy to I'm, relate to him. Because I'm old. You're not. I never said you're old. <laughs> I see. Okay. We never said you weren't. I see. I see. Okay. Okay. No big deal. No problem. One of us encouraged you when you thought you were going to lose to Northern the other day, and one of us uh, said you also were going to lose. Yeah, Tommy. Oh, my. <laughs> was not Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> but I can accept it. I can accept second place. I can't. I actually hate to lose, but that's okay. We'll I work on it. We've got In the end, we won. We've got four so. months. All right. All right. Tell us a little bit about just kind of your faith journey, kind of your start at Huntingtown. Like, what's it been like coming from – Middle school to high school. We've been in school, gosh, four months, five months, four. I don't want to do that math. It's somewhere around um, there. Yeah, it's like January right now, so. It's February, but okay. What? Today's oh. February 1st. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> so since uh, September, October, November, December, January. We've been in school five months. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you've been in high school five months. Tell us about your experience. What's it like? What have you enjoyed? What have you not liked? Um, so overall, I've enjoyed high school a lot. It was a bit rocky and rough at the beginning, but I think that was because I didn't know anybody who went here. Like, I knew a couple people, but because I went to Windy Hill, basically the, our entire school split, so I didn't know Go nights, buddy. anybody. Like, I didn't know anybody that was coming here, so it was a new environment. And high school was a lot different from middle school. In middle school, they're a lot more chill there, so the amount of work has definitely put me through the ringer here. When you say more chill, do you just mean that there's less work in middle school? No, it's like... I'm spending less time with my family now because I have high school, because I have work, and then I have sports, so my, my schedule is pretty busy, but with middle school, it wasn't really like that. It was kind of, I had more open free time to just do whatever. I gotcha, and I'm also even more upset that you chose Tommy, knowing that we are both Windy Hill Middle School alumni, but no big deal. No big deal. Go Knights, baby. Go yeah. Tower Elementary. I forgot what their mascot was. Oh, middle school. <laughs> what? Yeah. Windy schools? I mean, Windy Hills in middle school. Yes. <laughs> you, see you see what we got to deal with? <laughs> Homeschool kids. Hey, I can definitely relate to Andrew, though, having, like, homeschool and being more chill. Like, I, being homeschool was the life, bro. Sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. 
I, I, was, had to, I had to go into like a little private school thing for like two times a week. I woke up at like 6 a.m., got my homework done. And like I by noon, was homeschooled for all of fifth grade. That was the COVID oh, year, though. So that was a really hard year, especially going from public school to middle school, then to moving here. So big transition, really rough. I had lost a lot of friends. You said you were in fifth grade during COVID? Yes. Oh, my gosh. That was that long ago? Okay. It was, Actually, we went into quarantine on my birthday, and we moved out March of my 13th? house on my birthday. No, March 12th. Oh, the day before. Day before. <laughs> we went on quarantine. And, and we moved. Dang. A couple of days later. So yeah. why did you guys come to Calvert County? Because it's... The, my parents wanted to come here because the education rating was better than PG County. And they said it would be beneficial for us. And I think it definitely has been a lot more beneficial. Because of great teachers like myself? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and I also think just the school environment in general, it's like very including. In it. Yeah. So tell me, tell me more about like how have you how have you been able to get plugged in? How have you been? You said you, it was really hard coming from Windy Hill where we don't get a lot of Windy Hill students all the time. It's more mm-hmm. Plum Point. Um, so how did you find yourself getting connected? How did you meet people? Like how, what was that? What did that process look like? I definitely think it was through FCA and sports because that's how I got to meet a lot of upperclassmen too through sports and FCA. So definitely through that I was. Uh, exploring and just seeing people because people everyone's like get into a club get into a club but I couldn't find any clubs out there that I personally wanted to join but I also had friends from Wendy Hill who knew kids from Plum Point so they had introduced me to these kids and well before I got Snapchat taken away but I had <laughs> I had I had added I had got to meet some people on Snapchat from Plum Point and so I had a little bit knowledge of people here if so, you yeah go I, I was gonna ask you I Chesapeake youth group mm-hmm. middle school youth group um, I think I remember seeing you there a couple of times yes I, was I remember for the eighth graders yeah you we did basketball one time I remember you from that but that's it because he was really bad yeah <laughs> sorry <laughs> no I no I definitely agree with you I am not I cannot ball but anyway um, when did you so, so okay this is probably a bad thing on my part but when did you when did you start like did you start coming to FCA right away or did you start during swimming like, uh, I started coming right away like I came the first day we had FCA you did mm-hmm. yeah so I know that sounds bad but there are a lot of people there so mm-hmm. I know there were a lot of people there that were there and then I was like where did everyone go because yeah. after the first two that weeks. is like an interest we were talking about that well, the other day it really depends how you define the other day but how yeah we started the year probably around 120 some students and now we're i mean a regular turnout for us is around 70 to 80 and it's like it's kind of mind-blowing how upset we get by that like i found myself getting upset that man we only have 80 students here that's crazy, you know, yeah. um, which kind of speaks to how we define success mm-hmm. in the world. Like, instead of celebrating the fact that there are an average of 70 to 80 students that want to come to FCA every Yeah, that want to actively learn and grow in yeah, their faith. that's pretty sweet. Um, so why did you choose to come to FCA? You said you didn't, you didn't um, have clubs that you were interested in. Why was, it, why was FCA one that you were? Because I had wanted to grow in my faith. Well, in like in middle school, I wasn't really like, I like 
I was basically a lucrative Christian, lukewarm Christian. So I had identified as Christian, but I didn't do anything. I didn't pray. I didn't read the Bible. So I was saying I was this, all this stuff, but I wasn't, my actions weren't representing what a Christian person does. So I wanted to grow in my faith, but I like, I tried asking people to help me with it, but it didn't kind of, it didn't really help. So I had to kind of just find my way on my own. And I think it like a lot helped with FCA and with like the Bible plan that we are, we're doing right now, definitely helping a lot. Um, and the conversations that we have, it may, it really helps because I, I'm able to dig deep and think about the, the questions that you ask me and think of good answers that would just good answers. I think it's a really mature thing to realize your need to kind of change your lifestyle, like at, like as a freshman or as you know someone, um, yeah, coming from middle school to high school, and you know you like like you said you plan to be a Christian, but your lifestyle didn't really reflect that. I was gonna say I think that's a really mature thing to realize your need for Jesus because that's kind of where it all starts. Like yeah. you can have a lot of people, you know all the things like yeah come to church come to FCA and stuff like that whatever claim to be a Christian but it's not until you really realize your need for him mm-hmm. and like get to know God mm-hmm. it's not until then that you really start to kind of pursue that relationship because you really desire like it changes the desires of your heart and yeah. so you desire to live well and as I continue to grow like I saw a lot of changes with my mental stability, the way I was acting towards people, the things I was saying, I noticed a big change in just basically everything. And I, th- I th- things came easier to me, like to accept. So like, say I got a bunch of homework one night, I was like, oh, that's okay. I'll just get it done with, over with. There's no need to cry about it or get upset and just forget about it. Just do it and get it done with. And like, yeah, people might say things about me, but just keep that in the back of your head and be like, it's going to happen. It, It's all for a reason. He's, God is doing this for a reason to help grow and to help you grow. So that it, it just helped a lot with that. Is there something specifically that kind of changed your mindset about that? Like, I know you talk about obviously getting plugged into FCA, but was it like a specific moment that you remember kind of just... Um, realizing that change I think it was one night when I was praying Um, I definitely when I pray well nowadays I don't get it as much anymore but like when I first started praying I remember like feeling chills down my back and I always I always felt that it's really weird but like that's how I knew I was like oh this is this is real like this is something I need to keep up with this is something that's gonna benefit me this is something that's helping me out a lot like and then the next day I went to school I, no anxiety at all. I came to school and I felt perfectly fine. Uh, I felt ready to conquer the day and get everything done. When I went to swim, I didn't complain and I had the confidence to get in the water and work and do great things. Would you say that anxiety is something that you struggle with? I struggle a lot with anxiety, especially social anxiety. Yeah, because I remember my freshman year, man, oh my gosh. Even though we were in, like, that was during COVID, Mm -hmm. we were online and stuff like that, but like, my A push class and like my workload specifically, mm-hmm. I was just so stressed out about it all. You know, like I thought it was the end all be all. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I can really 
relate to what you said, especially as you grow in your faith, you know, that those problems kind of like disappear. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just crazy how like that kind of peace that you can find in your relationship with Jesus. Yeah. Like, it's just crazy to me. So it's cool to hear you talk about that. So I kind of want to talk a little bit about, um, we had a conversation yesterday, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to kind of put you on the spot with that conversation just a little bit, okay? Um, And one of the things that you had mentioned, and I think I want to talk about it because I feel like what you said is what so many people deal with. And it's being identified and holding on to sin, right? It's, It's that idea that I know Jesus, right? But I don't fully grasp the whole my sin is is wiped clean my slate is clean when i say yes to jesus we don't we don't grasp the whole um how god sees us through his son um and it it's really heavy mm-hmm. so can you talk about that just a little bit like what did that look like for you to to just kind of carry around the burden of of sin past mistakes not feeling good enough what what did that feel like well i don't know kind of just felt like heavy like it was something that was weighing me down but I didn't really know what was weighing me down and when we were talking about it when I had like admitted to that I was like oh I feel a lot lighter now like my head feels clear I don't feel like I have anything to hide anymore because I felt I was getting what I needed to get out and admit to what I was doing wrong but I, overall, I just felt a lot easier and like I felt lighter. Yeah, I think that that's so hard. Like we fundamentally know that we are forgiven, but we don't live like it. Like yeah. we don't live like that. I'm I'm not my sin. I'm not my mistakes. I'm not my past. Right? Because I think Satan likes to likes to remind us a lot. Like Andrew, how could God see you this way when you? are a liar or Nathan how can God see you this way when you are gossiping about people how can like God can't see you as righteous and perfect you mess up all the time Mm -hmm. right and I think that's kind of what what Satan does like manipulates those thoughts in our head right and we just have to keep reminding ourselves of the truth of of who God says we are through Jesus right now without Jesus we are we are the liar we are the the gossiper we are the cheater we are whatever it may be right but when we come to say yes to Christ, like our slate is clean. Like I said yesterday, like the Bible tells us like he removes our sins as far as the east is from the west. We're a new creation. But I think it's just it's really hard to live in that because we think that we need to do something. Like we need to we need to be the ones to to get rid of it. We need to we need to carry it around because we deserve it. Yeah. We des- we we messed up so we deserve some sort of punishment and and, and we do. Mm. But that's what Jesus came for. Yeah. And I think that's another reason why I looked and, like, started growing in my faith is because I felt like I needed someone to rely on that would forgive me, that would, like, accept that I have sinned but won't, like, judge me for that. Like, and make it be like, oh, you did this, you did that, yada, yada, yada. Uh, You can never be anything but that, like... That's your personality. You're that type of person because you did this and you did that. And that's one of the things I think that, like, you talking about this um, reminds me of just reading through, like, Genesis and and, uh, and Job and, I mean, now Exodus, really. 
is just really realizing the sovereignty of God and like that how he really has control over everything and yeah. I think that's another reason why it's so important to be in the word is because like yeah the devil 100% like spiritual war- spiritual warfare is real and he's going to tell you lies you know um, and he's going to try to have you dwell in that sin but when we're constantly reminding ourselves of the truth you know that's, that's how we can combat that yeah right and so that's just kind of what Genesis personally has done for me um, and I'm so thankful for that level of grace like it's crazy mm-hmm. what so we've got a couple minutes here um, where do you think that God has been been growing you right now the most like what do you think he's been teaching you right now just over the past couple of weeks what's he, what what have you been learning um, that I just if I leave everything to him that uh, everything everything should be fine if I leave it with him then I then I'll have a lot off of my plate and I won't be as stressed as much. I can rely on him because I know he's always there and that I can trust him. Like he's not going to leave. Yeah. I love that because I think that like Tommy alluded to reading through Genesis and Job and Exodus. And for those listening, all three of us are doing a a Bible plan through the, um, the Bible recap together. And it has been really cool to see how through every situation, even as dark as it may have seemed, God continues to use it, right, and allow it yeah. and work all of it for the purposes that he needs, mm-hmm. right? Seeing, I mean, everything from just uh, Abraham on, right, from, from the lies, the manipulation, the, the, the death, the hurt, all, the, all of the sin that we bring, right, God is able to take it and he's able to use it and he's able to, to work it for his purpose. And I think that's been, it's been really cool to kind of see that and explore that, um, with you guys. Something I just want to add real quick that was said in the summary videos, um, that really stuck with me was that like the only people that God has to work with is sinners. And that is so evident in what we've been reading, you know, with Jacob, um, Paul, even, uh, Moses, you know, like, 100% God will use you for his purpose. Well, and I feel like right now, as uh, all teenagers, like, we all go through something. We're all going through a rough spot. And I feel like God is definitely what a lot of people or what that they should, like, go to because it could be really beneficial for a lot of people that, like, it's, like, you can rely on your friends for stuff, but you can't rely on your friends for things like you can rely on God if that makes sense like you can rely on them to like yeah help me with my homework but you can't rely on them to always be their your emotional support you can't always rely on them to uh, help you and make you feel better be someone to talk to you that actually cares and that wants to listen yeah for sure like God definitely provides us a community to do life with but when we go to other sinners to help with the problem of sin and the consequences of sin it's not going to it's never going to work, right? We only we know that 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 problem gets fixed through through Jesus, mm-hmm. right? Um, that kind of brings me, I guess. Um, and then, Tommy, if you have another question, feel free to ask it. But just kind of, what would you say to other freshmen right now, like who who are just now starting high school, who are um, all over the place, overwhelmed, um, whatever it may be, trying to fit in, trying to find their place? What would you tell them? Um 
keep praying and keep your head up because when you keep praying and and keep reading the Bible, things will get better. I promise because I've seen it personally with my own experience. And uh, yeah, if you just keep praying and you keep having faith in God and that he can do good and amazing things, then good and amazing things will happen. I love that. That's my, that's kind of been my focus this year is just that idea that, you know, God's word tells us he can do so much more than we ever ask or imagine. Yeah. Right? And we, we tend to limit God based on what we know as humans, but yeah, like, like just that reliance on him through prayer, through being in his word, through being with other believers. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No one can argue with your personal testimony mm-hmm. either. So like the fact that you've seen it in your life, you know, that, says a lot yeah and the thing is like when we first started the year plan i had asked people hey is there anything i can pray for you and stuff like that and it was it was really changing because a lot of people came to me and it was like yeah can you actually pray for this can you pray for that and it it was very moving because people need like needed that sense of like comfort i think yeah for sure for sure. That's awesome, dude. Um, well, if you guys heard, that was the bell. That's our time. Um, Andrew, thank you for being here for, I know it wasn't, your, it's not your comfort zone, but you <laughs> stepped out and it's awesome and God's going to use it. So we appreciate you being here. Thank you guys you're so welcome. much for listening. Andrew, uh, again, appreciate you having you on here. Yeah, you're welcome. Anytime. I'll do part two if anybody wants <laughs> part two. All right, All right, love right, you let guys. us know we should have Andrew back. <laughs> All right, love you guys.